Chris. Welcome to a new year and to Popcorn Finance. This is the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Appreciate you all coming back and joining me here in January, start of 2020. Uh, Cold took me out right at the end of 2019. I guess it didn't want me to be too healthy going into the new year. Give me something to look forward to. So uh, it kind of took me out a little bit in the beginning of the year, but feeling much better now. So really thankful for that. And as we're heading into January, this is what I like to call goal setting season on social media, meaning everywhere you turn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you're going to see people talking about their goals, which is great. I believe in setting goals. I'm not the best at it, but I think it is it is great to have kind of set a target for you to strive towards. But sometimes that can get overwhelming and you end up with this long list of things that you probably aren't ever going to achieve. Just to be honest, I know I've done that many times. I said, this long list of big ambitious goals and it just becomes too much to accomplish and I don't actually check off anything on that list. So I wanted to encourage you to just scale it back and focus on a few small things. And one thing that I think would be great to focus on going into the new year is understanding yourself a little bit better. And that's why I wanted to share one of my favorite conversations that I've had today on the show. And that is my conversation with Amber Hawley and Melissa Hall from the My Biz Bestie podcast. And this is one of my favorite conversations because we really dove into personality types and how that impacts the way we handle money. And no, your personality isn't a 100% indicator of how you will handle your money, but better understanding your personality can give you insight into how you are prone to react and handle difficult situations, including your money. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And just because it's 2020 doesn't mean that Mint Mobile is not coming along with us into the new year. Today's bag of popcorn is brought to you all again by Mint Mobile. And if you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2020, it's a new year now, you got to ask yourself, what are you paying for? And that's where Mint Mobile comes in. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything they do is online. With Mint Mobile, you can cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And Mint Mobile offers plans that fit your needs from 3, 8 to 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. So if you're looking to tighten up your budget in 2020 to help you reach some of your financial goals, you can head over to mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Again, that's mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance. One more time, that is mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance. All right, I'm excited to kick off the new year to get into 2020. So here's my conversation with Amber and Melissa. Well, the main reason that you're here is because one, I love your podcast. It's a great show, My Biz Bestie. And one of my favorite episodes that you did was on the Myers-Briggs test, which hopefully I'm saying that right. I Googled it last night because it also goes by what Myers-Briggs type indicator is that also yeah. correct? yes MBTI. yes mbti BTI. i feel very fancy saying that so yeah you're like legit <laughs> in the psychology world if you use abbreviations you're legit. legit yeah i think we need to bestow upon you an honorary master's degree right now yes thank you because i don't want to pay for one or go back to school so. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be perfect boom well i was interested in figuring out you know how does your personality type and we'll use you know the myers-briggs for our reference point how does that relate to how people deal with money because i know it's kind of the myers-briggs results you get they have like different components to it and i will not attempt to explain it because i'm going to probably mess it up so we'll start off by if you could explain to us you can do it together or whichever one yeah. of you wants I'll to take it I'll do the on. general and you'll get in the specifics of the, of the letter. All right. But so 
the Myers-Briggs, it, it gets broken down. There's four letters that you, after you take the test, that get assigned to you. And there's a great site that we always refer our listeners to and people I work with, the 16personalities.com, because basically they're, you know, the four letters and there's 16 different ways and combinations of that. And so the first one is introversion versus extroversion, and then it continues on. But if we talked about all that, we would not have time to get to the episode. <laughs> so if you go on over to mybizbestie.com forward slash episode eight, that's all about the Myers-Briggs, and we will give you the lowdown, all of it, all of the information about that in general. I think today we're going to address it just from the P and the J and kind of the different ways that they approach money. And that's the, the last portion of the... Yes, the very last letter. Okay. And so it's perceiving versus judging, which is not a very accurate way to describe them, but that's just the way somebody came up with it. <laughs> I think the reason we wanted to focus more on the P and the J is because related to money, like whether you're introverted or extroverted doesn't really matter. Impact your money. You know, you. like, yeah, I mean, it's not going to have a huge impact. And there's a ton of things that could impact how you view money, right? Yeah, Which true. we all know. But the P versus the J, the P for perceiving is actually more about, these two letters are kind of about how well you like planning hmm. and flexibility. So there are benefits to being flexible and there are benefits to being a planner, right? We can both identify those. So with all of these things, it's not that one is good or bad. It's just that they're different and we need to have both people around us in our businesses, in our lives, right? Um, so the P's, which is Amber and I, are you, what's your Myers-Briggs? I, oh yeah, you know what, we should do that as well. So we'll say <laughs> yeah. what our Myers, is it, am I saying this right? Your Myers-Briggs? Is that yes, can, yeah. I just, Myers-Briggs. can I just say that? Yes, okay. yes. what's your Myers-Briggs? I am INFP. Thanks to you two. Okay. I took oh, the test. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. You are just like us, only introverted. <laughs> um, and so uh, I'm an ENFP. Yes, and I'm an ENFP. So that typically means, and it is a spectrum. So, like, I might be like 90% P and you might be 60% P, right? So it's like yes. a little bit, you know, it varies. Mm. But that means that we're really comfortable, like, going with the flow. And it's like, okay, yeah, there's a schedule, but like, oh, okay, we want to go here instead. Yeah, we'll do that. And we can kind of change things on the fly. And actually, over planning is stressful. Mm, I agree. Oh, like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. now I feel stressed out because I have all of these expectations and I'd rather just kind of have my freedom to do what I want. On the flip side, for a J, it's very stressful for them not to have the plan, Mm. right? Like, they like knowing what is expected, I can go into this event and know that I want to go to these certain things, this is going to happen, and I'm going to do it in this time, and I need this amount of time to get ready to go to this thing, Mm. right? So that's a J. And the reason we wanted to highlight those is because I think those two things are the ones that create a lot of conflict, especially in like relationships, more so than the others. And I think that more so than the others can impact how you view money and things like budgeting. Uh, like we think if maybe you're a couple, that could be very, very different. My yeah. wife must definitely be a J then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what hers is, but that description was like, yeah, she's like, you need to tell me in advance when we're going to go do something. Because <laughs> don't tell me, you know, five hours. I need like, give me a couple of days to get yes. ready for this. Oh, that's so J. That's so J. Yes. And my husband is a hardcore J. And I'm a hardcore P. Yes. And it is, yeah, that's like what we have discussions and I still will forget and it's the same thing like yeah. oh, 
you know? And as a marriage therapist, because that is my primary vocation <laughs> other than our podcast, uh, I will say I, lo- I see a lot of P&J problems in, mm. my, in my practice. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, do you know like ways you've seen it impact money stuff? I mean, obviously you can be a P and, and be like a saver or you can be a P and be a spender. So I, I mm-hmm. feel like that's not necessarily, but I think it is that idea of like long-term planning and just not having the flexibility to kind of roll with the, get more stressed out by things when they happen unexpectedly, right? And so um, I think just in general about how they approach things is more what I see. But like you said, there's so many things in addition to our personality that happen to us. So the, you know, the nurture part of life (laughs) that actually impacts how we view money, how we deal with it and how, you know, we approach those things. So I, I think there's a lot of variety there, but definitely understanding your personality type will help, especially if you're having these money conversations in a couple. And because it's a spectrum, is it possible for someone to kind of like vary back and forth? Because yes. when I think about how I how I budget, I'm very much a J when it comes to a budget. I'm very like rigid. I need to know exactly what's going to be happening for the next you know, two, three months. Here's what we're going to do. We're sticking to this plan. If you change something, let me know because this is not what I plan for at all. But then I'll turn around and be like, well, things are a little bit different. I, I think we want to, I need to go out and do this thing. I'll be very flexible once I get out and away from my computer and away from my budget. Yes. But then I'm like super rigid when I get back and I'm like, oh, this was horrible. And I'm like, I get stressed out. It's like I kind of fluctuate back and forth between being very rigid and then being very flexible. Yeah. And I could see that both being like closer to that. Um, it, it's called like an X. Like sometimes you can be right in the middle. And so you could kind of go either way. But that's one of those cases where I think it's like you might have a high need for security. So when you're actually in the moment and being mindful of your money, you're like really like, oh boy, I got, when I look at the budget, I realize I got to do all of this. But then you're away from it. And you're like, oh, you know, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, spending money is fun. <laughs> I'm the same way. And I, you know, I always jokingly say like, oh, it's because I'm a Virgo because I do, I love me some Excel and I have my Excel budget out and I like, everything is detailed. When I look at it, I was like, oh crap. But then it's like, get me away for two hours and I'm like, ooh, I like that purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because like, I, like we're both ENFPs, right? And I do like having the budgeting thing, but I'm not as much of a spender, I would say. But compared to my husband, it's like, ooh, majorly different. But also, I, I will be more flexible with things. It's kind of like, oh, well, yeah, but we have the budget, but that's just our framework, right? Like, yeah. that is truly how I view having, like, <laughs> it's a really strict budget, and that means it's a framework. It's a suggestion. So that means, like, yeah. we can take from this little section and, and then move it over here. Like, it's all the same thing. And to my husband, that's like, n- well, a little bit, maybe, but no, then that means the budget is wrong, mm. right? You know, because we're not planning correctly if we're always changing it. Which I can see makes sense, but yeah. it's just a very different way to view it. Essentially, Dave Ramsey is a J. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> he is a ma- he is like hardcore J. <laughs> he's just Jane it up all oh, over the internet. Jane it up. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> so, so for those people who who kind of listen to this and they're like, okay, I think I'm a P, I think I'm a J, and they kind of filling out where they are. Do you have any suggestions or like? what should someone do if they are like, you know, I feel like I'm real far on one side and I, I want to make a change. Like, I mean, should they feel like they need to make a change? What, what no, do you think? I, I think it's acceptance. Like that's that I would recommend taking the test and finding out because I think when you read it, it's, you realize like, this is who I am. So it's, you know, it's easier to ride a horse in the direction it's already going. So sometimes it's just making, you know, giving acceptance to that. But if there's something that's causing you distress, 
like behaviorally, like perhaps going out and finding shiny objects at the at the mall, like maybe you can make a behavioral change. And but at the same time, like personality is pretty like that continues, but it makes it harder to make those changes. But absolutely anyone can make behavior changes. Yeah. And I think it also like I think it makes a big impact in thinking about how you divide up tasks at home if you're a couple, um, especially, you know, if you're a couple living together and then also how you're happy with your job, Mm. whether you have your own business or whether you work at a job, you think about like if you're a P and you're an accountant, how do those things match together? Well, they could match together Mm. well, but that I think it depends on what type of place you work. Right. Uh, Okay. And how much flexibility is there? And do you feel like you have, I don't know, like some autonomy. Autonomy. Yeah. (laughs) And then, in your relationship, it's like, well, maybe this person is really good at this. So accept that. And maybe, you know, you can div- divvy up tasks in that way. It doesn't mean that you use it as a, um, a way to shirk off responsibility. Mm. But why not play to one another's strengths? There's a, there can be a huge benefit to having two people that are very different in that way. But you, that's where Amber, being a marriage therapist, <laughs> comes in because... To do that, you really have to get good at communicating with one another. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's the key. Because I swear, people always find their opposite. It's like I always find the health food person and the junk food addict marry each other. I'm like, <laughs> did you not date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's definitely true. Because for, for me and my wife, that's like our, our thing. I, I'm a little more go with the flow. And then she's a little more, you know, on it. Like, this is what she has expectations. And this is what, you know, if it's not out, if it's outside of that, then it's like, hey, yeah. this is I not call the way it's it structured because it's a nicer way of saying, you know, instead of like anal or. <laughs> you see, I didn't say that. <laughs> I know because you're a smart man. He's a happily married man right there. But I, yeah, structured versus flexible, I guess mm. is what we would say. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and I think the key there is also whether it's at work or in your relationship, recognizing that because you're, significant other might be different than you or your boss might be different than you like seeing the value in that too Mm. you you know enjoy your own strengths but then see the value of the people who balance you out yeah and i will say my experience is the j's tend to feel like their way is the right way Mm. and that the p needs to get on board but i'm going to disagree because i (laughs) i do think we offer value and growth in each other in that balance but yeah it's all about how do you communicate and as long as you understand different is not bad mm. it's just different <laughs> i like that because i know for me that's sometimes hard because it's like i i feel like you know i think this is the right way i think this is the way <laughs> the way we should do things and and it's just because i get stuck in you know i understand things a certain way and i think yes. that's you know okay this makes sense but some other way maybe it's like I, I, it's so foreign i don't i can't follow along with it so. well of course and it's your perspective so the way that you view the world is the way that you interpret it as correct so we all think we have the right way mm. but it's understanding it's just our perspective and we're looking through a certain lens and our personality is that lens right mm. our life experience and our personality so we always i mean i always feel i'm right but <laughs> <laughs> and i know it's true but <laughs> but when you realize no it's just that's my perspective and the truth is somewhere in the middle i think that's when people can be open to that communication and having a more collaborative you know dialogue and and way of figuring things out and that makes sense too because with me and my wife for our finances it was i think it was a struggle because we didn't really communicate we didn't know how to communicate I know for me, I have a difficult time like communicating how I feel about the situation. So I think that just made me not want to communicate at all. So we would always constantly miss each other when it came to budgeting. And combine that with the fact that I, I think I'm right. <laughs> it caused a lot of tension. 
and it's like hard to, to I think to become to go back and forth between being flexible and strict it's kind of like you know I don't know I, I, I hope that's making sense like yeah. how and so for people either if they're you know on their own trying to figure out how they should be dealing with money if they're on either side of the spectrum I guess you can say or for couples do you have any recommendations for I guess either communicating with each other when it comes to talking about money or I guess communicating with yourself to kind of get yourself going I don't, I don't know starting that dialogue with yourself or with the other person well I can say my husband and I when even though I had taken the Myers-Briggs and knew my personality uh, it was a few years ago that we both took it and then both read one another's mm. um, descriptions and that was hugely impactful for both of us because we were both like oh oh okay it takes the um, thinking that the other person is doing something to you on purpose out of it and say oh that's why they're doing this and I we both felt like we understood so, one another so much better so just having that connect I feel like that was the first step like we needed that first and then we could talk about things and have that new lens yeah. when we were talking to one another that's a great point. Yeah, and that's why when I work with couples, I will almost always recommend that they take that test and then send me the results so we can talk about it. But when people read each other's profiles, then it's like, oh, you, like you said, it's it takes away like, oh, there's this malice in everything they're doing and they're intentionally trying to piss me off. And it's like, yeah. no, they're, <laughs> this, they're just coming from this mindset. And so I think I really recommend, whether you're in a couple or not, to take that test because the more you know yourself and you can have acceptance, then it's like you can make changes based on behaviors you don't like or maybe like you're not living up to. But sometimes it's like, hey, this is who I am, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this work for me. And it, you stop beating yourself up. Mm. And so so many of and, and money is an emotional thing right yeah, like it it's is. not as much as people much as the jays like to say it's logic based it's very <laughs> emotional and so you know knowing that like okay i am gonna you know take in all this information and understand myself better because when i stop beating myself up then i'm going to stop being defensive and it's easier to communicate when i'm not in a defensive space no that's true that's a, that's a great point i like that two very insightful responses there and you know for me and my wife we both took the test but we didn't take it together and i don't think we read each other's results and so we may have understood what each other like what you're I'm, i don't know i know what i'm feeling she knows right. what she's feeling but i never even thought that we probably should i guess look at each other's and then and then, yeah. and then actually record it because um you know i don't know it's you, you I, I just completely skipped that part so that's a great advice so thank you i appreciate that yes definitely right. do that because i think that could be really eye-opening well, thank you, both of you, for coming here and breaking this down because I know I'm definitely not an expert on, on, the, on anything personality-wise, relationship-wise. So I appreciate the help and you kind of giving us some good examples. I think there's some, some good information that people can take and implement and definitely go take the test yes. and understand yourself and your spouse if, you, if you're married or in a relationship and working with your money together. So I definitely appreciate it. So before we go, I already want to make sure everyone listens to your podcast, but... Is there anything you'd like to share with us that's going on? Anything anything new? Anything exciting? Definitely head on over to mybizbestie.com to check out the full Myers-Briggs episode, which is episode 2008. Or I mean, 8. 2008. <laughs> <laughs> oh I just upped our podcasting game right wow, there. Wow, <laughs> you've been doing this for a very long time. <laughs> I'm an OG. <laughs> so what, what is the link again? <laughs> 
episode eight. I'm so sorry. You're going to put it in the show notes, okay. right, my friend? I, I will put a link to them, to the Myers-Briggs eight. episode, episode <laughs> not 2008, episode eight, as well as a link to your uh, the GSD retreat that you're doing. Awesome. And if that sounds familiar, you might have heard uh, a little promo for, for the retreat on an episode in the past. So that's why I put it there, because I really like both of you. Yeah. And I think you do an amazing job. And I've already learned a lot from both of you, just from meeting you and hanging out before. I know. We adore you. We adore your podcast. We say Chris is our, our best biz bro that we have. Yes. <laughs> we adore him. We love Chris. I'm happy to be adopted in. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, I don't know, this this was at least a five-bagger. I'm just saying. At least. And not more. <laughs> so I know you're trying to go for the record. So we were... We were <laughs> this this is, is the bonus episode. The biggest, <laughs> biggest episode. <laughs> I think you can get you can have the record then for the longest, <laughs> longest episode. Yes. <laughs> Thank you to both of you. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins. Eric Rosenberg, what is your favorite podcast? Lately, my favorite has been this show called Bad With Money with Gabby Dunn. It is about personal finance from a very beginner level. Um, Gabby grew up, her story is she didn't know much about money, her parents didn't teach her much about it, and she's been learning about it along the way and asks expert guests the questions she doesn't know and most people are ashamed to ask. Uh, It's a lot of fun and uh, it's a light way to learn about money and, and start your day.